just got really dizzy. You're gonna be sober by the time we start our podcast. No, I'm not. No. Disaster. Maybe that's what we should call this episode. This is gonna be a disaster. I don't. Black holes are black. No, that's better. Welcome to Science Shots, the podcast where I get my sister drunk and she tells me about science. This week's topic is the late, the great, the only Stephen Hawking and black holes. Black that. Yep. Uh huh. Black holes. I don't think they heard me. Black holes. (laughs) (laughs) And this week's themed drink is called. The Space Gin Smash, which involves... There's not a Stephen Hawking drink, so this was as close as we could get. We googled it. We know these things. So this drink has one and a quarter ounces of gin, a third of an ounce of simple syrup, an eighth of a green apple, two grapes, a quarter of a lemon, and some mint leaves, and it tastes... Wait. Kind of bland. (laughs) You're not supposed to tell them that. <laughs> but now, on to the science? No, I said it was bland and talked a lot about the drink. I think it tastes like a pine tree like I always it do. It doesn't taste like gin. a pine it tree. It tastes like a pine tree. It tastes like... Like, I went out in the woods, I played with a reindeer, I stuck my tongue on some pine leaves, and this is what happened. My mint leaf looks like something a dinosaur would eat. No, it does not. My mint Look leaf Look at mine. Looks it looks beautiful. like something a dinosaur would eat. My though. mint leaf is beautiful. Depends on what kind of dinosaur I it is. I know more about dinosaurs than you. You do not. I have a baby boy. I've seen Jurassic Park lots. No. <laughs> um, also, not a Dr. Libby is high. <laughs> she had her wisdom teeth taken off this week. So, she's got a great... Not Probably not recommended mixture of uh, narcotics. narcotics and alcohol going on right now. So that's that. I look like a chipmunk on the left. No, she's got she's got a one-sided chipmunk look. Kids, get your wisdom um, teeth out. You Don't wait till they break. It's not good. She just started laughing and spit her drink all over <laughs> and ruined my notes because... I'm fancy and use a fountain pen and that ink smears. <laughs> so neat. She doesn't get notes every week, kids. Her husband voted and let her have them. This Research isn't a democracy. And he <laughs> It's a cheerocracy. <laughs> F you because physics is a big <laughs> They can't see your thumb. I don't know why you held it up to the microphone. Alright, are you gonna introduce our topic? I already did. It's no, the start not. of the episode. Oh, yeah, okay, well let's go. Okay, so now let's learn about some black holes. Okay. This this week we are, I know it's episode one, we are going to do a tribute to Stephen Hawking, who as of four minutes ago central time, which is our time zone, died a month ago, which was a very sad day. So, Stephen Hawking was born on January 8th, 1942 in Oxford, United Kingdom, two days after my birthday, although I was born many, many years I later. I love England. 45 years later, I was born on January 6th. Fun fact, Galileo Galilei died on January 8th, 1642, so exactly 300 years before 
Stephen Hawking, probably one of the best scientists of our day, was born. So, like, he's reincarnated. He was died on... He was died. He died <laughs> on March 14th. To, can we start over? No! You're supposed to be no. drunk. You don't need to be I'm going to start over. All right. So, no! So, Stephen Hawking, PhD, and he probably had a lot of other letters after his name. I'm probably pretty sure he was a knight. Um, oh, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna Google cool. it. Um, he was born. Google if you want to sponsor us. I gave you finger guns. Yeah, we both use Google phones, so please don't sue us. But we love Google. Um, so Stephen Hawking. I am googling if he was a knight. <laughs> he was uh, born in Oxford, United Kingdom, and he died. On March 14th, 2018, exactly one month ago, in Cambridge. And fun fact, that is Albert Einstein's birthday. He was born on March 14th, 1879. Didn't he die so, what? Did he die on Pi Day? Yeah, March 14th is Pi Day. Pi Day. 3.14, 3.14, and I don't know the rest of the numbers because I am not one that seven. kind of scientist. Is it 17? Am I right? Stephen Hawking uh, was offered a knighthood in the late 1990s and declined, but he ha- does have a CBE. Googling. I know. Google is my bestie. I'm sorry. Why would you turn Queen Elizabeth Stephen down? Stephen Hawking CBE. This is the goal of this podcast. I don't know what CBE means. CBE is an honor awarded according to awardsintelligence.co.uk. It's awarded to an individual by the Queen for a leading role at a regional level or Commander a prominent but lesser most. role at a national level in any activity. So he was a great physicist. It means commander of the something. British Empire, I think. Something like that. He was diagnosed with amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, or <laughs> ALS, slash Lou Gehrig's disease in the U.S., at the age of approximately 21. I'm pretty sure he was 21. Um, and he was given approximately two years to live. Now, seeing as how he just died a month ago, and he was born in 1942, I'm pretty sure he lived more than those uh, two years. At so, least three. So, here's a fun fact about ALS. What? It's usually not diagnosed until you're about 50 or 60 years old. So, Stephen Hawking was ahead of his time. And uh, the average ex- life expectancy is about two to four years after diagnosis. So, as scientists, when we talk about average life expectancy or uh, ALE, no, we don't call it that. I'm <laughs> calling it that. <laughs> Survival rates. Uh, it's we, not as fun as ALE. We usually mean post-diagnosis because obviously if you're diagnosed at 50 years old and you have a two-year survival rate it couldn't be from five years ago right (laughs) Stephen Hawking lived 55 years after his diagnosis with ALS now um so there is some speculation as to whether or not he actually had ALS or if it was some other motor neuron disease time will tell because as many of these diseases as many edit that out I no. <laughs> so a lot of neuron or motor motor neuron diseases like um alzheimer's and 
Kreisfeld Jakob, which is the human version of mad cow disease. I want that. They can only be diagnosed t- definitively after death when they do an autopsy and cut your brain open. Some camps do think that he possibly did not have ALS and had some other form of neurodegenerative disease. <clears throat> um, but this episode is more about black holes because let's face it my husband said that was more exciting and he's more into physics than i am so let's get into that stephen hawking wrote his phd dissertation uh in 1966 it was called properties of expanding universes he studied under a british physicist whose name i cannot pronounce okay so let's talk about black holes because i feel like those are Stephen Hawking's biggest contributions to the field of science. <laughs> biggest, get it? <laughs> Stephen Hawking's largest contributions to science were regarding black holes. So let's start with the definition of a black hole, and this is according to NASA. NASA defines a black hole as a place in space where gravity pulls so much that even light cannot get out. Sorry, my notes are hard to read because Libby started laughing and spit on them. Gravity is so strong because matter has been squeezed into a tiny space. This can happen, for instance, when a star collapses under the pull of its own gravity, and then the the mass shrinks into an an infinitely small point of infinite density, which is called a singularity. The singularity creates a region of space so severely warped by gravity that even light cannot escape. So that is a black hole. So some some would say that a black hole is invisible. And when I was taking my notes while sober, I put this in all caps saying that they're invisible. So uh, by that, I mean that uh, scientists need special tools uh, attached to telescopes to be able to find them. And part of what bothers me is that black holes are very intangible. Your mama's intangible. <laughs> no, my mama you is not mom. intangible. So we cannot see black holes. Rather, they are inferred. Their presence is inferred. And scientists, cosmologists, physicists, theoretical physicists, I don't really know what you would be called, they study them by detecting their effect on nearby matter. And so this... Wait, so you're telling me that the only way we know things about holes of darkness are by looking at the things nearby the holes of darkness? Apparently. So, like, wind? It's like wind. Like, you can't see wind, but you see it makes a yeah, flower it's, move? Yeah, it's like those signs that say, caution, high winds. Or falling rocks. Right. Except you can see falling rock. So if anybody would like to elaborate and join us and explain black holes, explain black holes better than I can, feel free. But this is my drunken interpretation of them. Black holes start out with what's called a singularity. The way I understand it, singular a singularity is a mathematical, can be a mathematical term. So if you've ever thought about when you were in Honestly, I don't remember which math class I would have learned it in. When you have the function fx equals 1 over x, the function 1 over x, say, one if x equals 1, y equals 0. Sorry. If x equals... 
So if you have the equation y equals 1 over x and x equals 1, y equals 1. If you have the function y equals 1 over 0.01, y equals 10. If you have the function y equals 1 over 0 0.001, x, sorry. <sighs> Math is hard. Okay, if you have the function y equals 1 over 0 0.001, y would equal 100. So as you approach 0 in the denominator, as in x equals 0 0.000001, y gets closer to infinity. You can't just say y equals infinity because you have the converse where 1 over negative 0.00000001 approaches negative infinity. So these points do not approach each other. And when you're learning this in math class, they just say 1 over 0 is an undefined number. So a singularity is basically an undefined point. You're getting real sciencey, bro. No, I'm getting mathy. <laughs> Um, so a singularity like is point is a point at which a function takes an infinite value. This is especially true in space-time when matter is infinitely dense. Some of Stephen Hawking's biggest dis biggest discoveries: the Big Bang was a collapse of a black hole in the in reverse, which would happen. So in 1970, so in 1970 he published a paper with Penrose showing that general relativity implies that the university must the universe must have begun as a singularity. So like a black hole was birthed. So the Big Bang is the, the idea that a black hole that a black hole exploded. Yeah, so it was birthed. That's so it's the opposite of that. It babied itself. <laughs> he also believed that black holes can only increase and not decrease in size. However, since mass determines size and that's measured as in black hole terms, that's measured as the radius of the event horizon, which is the point at which nothing can escape. So it's the point of no return. So basically, in early black hole science, you would <laughs> you would say that when <laughs> yeah, I would not say that's technical. That when you get to this point, if you get too close, you're going in. If you, and if you stay on the outside of this little cusp, you you you're free. You're free to go. It's like those pennies at the mall <laughs> when they go in the thingy. <laughs> you know what I'm so, talking about. So pennies. All right. Yes. <laughs> so that, that is the event horizon. The edge of a black hole is an event horizon. That is what physicists theoretical physicists, cosmologists, call the edge of a black hole. So the event horizon surface area is like entropy, which is the amount of disorder in a system. So according to Stephen Hawking and many scientists, cosmologists before him, the entropy of a black hole or in event horizon surface can only grow. A scientist named Beckenstein. Who the fuck okay. is Beckenstein? He's got a great... He's like he is a Frankenstein. He was a physicist in like... Well, how the fuck know. am I supposed to know that? He's like David Beckham okay, and on. Frankenstein I'm, had I'm a baby. searching. I don't want to get sued by Google. I'm searching 
Beck at just being it. Jacob Beckenstein. Been a thing anymore? He was an American yeah. Israeli Mexican physicist because he was yeah, three different three different So his mom was his grandfather's nationalities sister. Believed that the surface area of the event horizon was the measure of a black hole's entropy. But if the object but if the object had entropy, it would have to have a temperature, and if it had a temperature, it had to radiate energy, which Went, uh, went against everything that everybody ever believed about black holes. Because Back nothing can technically escape a black hole. So, what? I literally in my notes have what with like six A's and Going up four the side exclamation <laughs> point or question marks. Hawking tried to prove Beckenstein wrong, but found that he was essentially correct. And while he was doing this, he brought together quantum theory and general relativity. Now, quantum theory is the study of invisibly small things like atoms. And general relativity is the study of, or the idea of matter on the cosmic scale like stars and planets. So, basically, with general relativity, the idea is that space is smooth and continuous like a sheet, whereas with quantum theory we've got this lumpy grainy world the idea that black holes emit energy or emit emit anything really after hawking looked into it he found that or decided i don't really know how to describe it so hawking found that there are pairs of particles one matter and one antimatter that are constantly fizzling into existence so you would have one particle that is positively charged matter and one particle that is negatively charged antimatter just all of a sudden popping out into existence and floating around and so one like matter would have a positive energy and the antimatter would have a negative energy which if they're floating around normally would have no creation of extra energy because they would cancel each other out but if they're created right next to a black hole one could be sucked into the black hole and the other shoots off into space so this would be what the this would be what theoretical physicists would call hawking radiation or at least what stephen hawking would call hawking radiation <laughs> I don't um, call it literally so, radiation. <laughs> like hawking currency. So, it's like if I was no, like, this so is Libby she, dollars. If the energy particle is sucked into the black hole, the total energy of the black hole would decrease, which it goes against everything they ever believed about black holes up until the mid-1970s, 1980s. And if the total energy of the black hole decreases, its mass would also decrease. And the other particle would carry energy away from the black hole, and this would indicate that the black hole radiates energy. So nobody has actually been able to physically measure, nobody has been able to physically measure Hawking radiation when the black hole is supposedly radiating this Hawking radiation, it would essentially get smaller. In essence, Stephen Hawking proved himself wrong because black holes can get smaller. Eventually, the black hole could disappear. And that's 
really all I have for my notes. Um, so I think my biggest point is that Stephen Hawking was brilliant in that he proved himself wrong. And I don't know very many scientists really ever, let alone today. I don't know any scientists today that would say they were wrong. But I think the biggest thing to take away from Stephen Hawking is that he was not afraid to say he was wrong and proved a lot of people wrong when he lived 55 years after di being diagnosed with ALS. So, do you have any questions? Oh, a whole lot of them, but I don't remember them. I'm not high. It's just a lot of science. <laughs> you picked this topic. I didn't know black holes were not normal. They seem really angry. You, you, they're not angry. They seem angry. No. Yeah, they angry. eat things. They radiate That sounds it's like your baby. So, that was a very, very sad description of black holes from a biologist. And I'm sure there are other podcasts that would give you a better description of them if you really, 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 really wanted some science. Don't come but here for that. here for entertainment. So, uh... I feel like that's on you. So basically that was episode one of Science Chats. Uh, I promise it will get better. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Uh, so come back to hear us again. Look for us everywhere that you find people. Normal podcasts. To yeah, all those places you normally go. Find us on Twitter. Email us at Twitter at Science Shots Pod. Email Science Shots Pod at gmail.com. Come back next week for possibly a lighter topic. We haven't decided yet. And my takeaway for the week was that basically black holes are invisible like the wind. I feel like... No, nope, that's my takeaway. <laughs> you can't change my takeaway. I feel like I took... Mine! I feel like I took four pages of notes for nothing. It was my takeaway! I chose it. I mean, literally, some of these notes are in, ex in exclamation points with... Capital letters. Wind holes. Wind holes. Wind holes. <laughs> They're not wind holes. They're wind holes. Anybody would like to call in uh, like this is a not a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody would like to send us an email <laughs> and go. help us explain black holes a little bit better, we are open to it. I did my best. Caveat and just like Stephen Hawking, I'm okay with saying we're wrong. Caveat, I have been drinking. No shit. <laughs> um, we're going to cut all this anyway. Yes, so we are. So it doesn't matter. Not the, not the wind holes. That's staying in. That's I gold. hope you stick around for episode two, which we have not decided on the topic, so we'll post it on Twitter. Twitter, probably. And if you have any suggestions for topics, please feel free to send us a tweet at Science Shots Pod or email us at Science Shots Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> and I think that's it for this week. So we'll see you all next week and. Prost! Prost! Prost.